0: You're now listening to Positive Minds Only Podcast. What's up? It's your host, Ken Kenneth Kenny, and this is Positive Minds Only Podcast. What's up? We back with another episode, and this is the 20th episode. Today is an episode about competition, and we're not supposed to be in competition with each other. We're all supposed to be on our own journey, we're all supposed to go at our own pace because some of us are fast, some some of us are slow, some of us are skinny, some of us aren't, some of us are athletic, but life is not a competition. And I believe that's where we get mis- We get life messed up at We're always competing With our siblings Our family members Our co-workers, church members Like we always comparing ourselves To other people But never to our own self And what made me come up with this topic Was I was having a conversation With my older sister Shana And she was talking about us growing up And how everything was a competition And I'm like you right I did we did grow up in our house competing with each other competing for attention basically and because our grandpa my grandma and Gigi they were strict and if you did right by them like they would spoil you or it, it was kind of like easier on us so I'm gonna tell y'all about my siblings and then I'm gonna tell y'all a story about like growing up how Well, let me not get ahead of the story, but I'm going to just tell you all about my siblings because that's another thing I don't do. I don't talk about my siblings. So we got Shayna, my oldest sister. Uh, And before I start the story, this story is not to call anybody out or talk down on anybody. This is just my story from my perspective. So uh, any of my siblings, if you out there listening, just know I'm. Speaking from my truest intentions, from my most positive intentions. So, just how I know—I mean, this story is. Don't get offended if I say something you don't like, because this is just my story. But back to the story. We got my sister Shana. She's two years older than me. Uh, I'm going to say she's the the one who always felt entitled to things. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but growing up as a kid. She lived with my grandmother first, and a lot of y'all. If you listen to my previous podcast, y'all, I told y'all how I came up in the foster care system. Me and CJ always stayed together. Then my little brother Jinx was separated, and my little sister Mimi was separated. But Shayna, she was living with my grandma, so she never had to go through none of this. So, yeah, let me get back to who Shayna is. Shayna is. Um, she's the one who had dreams of like being a superstar. I remember not really being a superstar, but she always grew up. She was always mature than us and she would always deceive us. Like my, my sister would get us to do stuff and be like, if y'all snitch, I'm going to tell on something for for what y'all did last week or two years ago. Like she'd be that type of petty. Like she had always had us under control because we were scared. She was going to snitch on us from something we did, but once we got over that, then it was like a weight off our shoulders because we told my grandma like Shana always like setting us up like if we can't tell on her because she's going to bring up something we did a long time ago. And once my grandma said "Uh, that's out the plate now, if she don't say nothing, then then it don't count. So once my grandma said that, it was like fair game with everything. But be- before that moment, like we went years with this happening, like my sister, we never snitching on my sister because she was going to pull up dirt on us. It's- so, like I said, my sister is not a bad person, but this is just how we grew up. Like, she grew up always, she was the only child, basically, before we came. You know how the oldest is, so they think they're entitled to everything. She is, growing up in, a, we had a three-bedroom house. My grandma had her room, my Gigi had her room, and then me and my four other siblings shared the smallest room in the house. And when we first got there, it was only one small bed, one twin size bed, and you know who got that bed? It was Shayna. Shayna one who got that bed. So she all, in my eyes, it seemed like she was always the spoiled one. And she was like the one who was like the most rebellious one. Like that was crazy to me, like how she always got the most attention. But she was so rebellious. And I would always think like, damn, why the bad ones get all the attention? And growing up, she felt like that wasn't even the case. She felt like life was always bad. But coming from my perspective, I'm like, damn, you you so spoiled, you don't even see it like you act now and you don't even see what you got. And she from her perspective, talking to her this morning, she was like, I felt like I was entitled. Like, basically, I was the only kid at first. And then y'all just came out of nowhere from foster care. So she didn't know who we was. And then when we came, It was like we took everything from her she had to share everything so it's like i understand it but still growing up that's it felt messed up for me like just straight up but on to the next sibling got my brother cj cj was always the one who wanted more out of life like he didn't just want to have the average like the hand-me-down clothes from the, the uh the thrift store the goodwill like he always wanted more he always was the one who was interested in rocking the jerseys like when you CJ used to always get in trouble because he was the class clown and i guess he stood out more like he was the entertainer basically so growing up cj he stayed out the way of my grandma basically as we got older like he was always cool but i don't know like, C.J. was always on his own. Like, basically, he didn't want me around because, you know, you got that little brother. You don't want your little brother tacking him alone. So, but he was the one who always had the jerseys. He was always had the J's. He always would keep a job, like, right before he graduated, before he went to the Navy. Like, he always kept a job, always was flashy, he always he ended up getting spoiled. Too, but it wasn't somebody out of our family. But it was like as he became a teenager and we was going to church. This pastor was always like looking out for CJ, and I'm like, damn, why ain't nobody looking out for me? Like it was like a father figure to CJ, so I was kind of like jealous about that too. I'm like, damn, like there ain't nobody here to spoil me. Like who the fuck I got? Cause my sister Shayna, that's my half sister. She has a different dad, so her dad was spoiling the fuck out of her, and she'll be able to go to Atlanta to during the summertime she'll be able to go out there and spend time with just her dad and her stepmom so she had a whole nother life out that way too so i'm like damn shana always getting spoiled cj like he in my eyes cj was like the uh the person i wanted to be basically like he got all the girls like he wore all the nice clothes he had the jewelry he had the grills a long time ago like so it was like in my eyes I was the middle child. I'm the middle child, and you know how that middle child is—is is the forgotten one. Growing up, every time somebody in the family came and like and seen me, they would always say, "Is you CJ or Anthony?" But they would never remember my name. Do you know how fucking like disappointing that is when nobody ever remember your name, but they remember your face, but they just don't know your name. So it's like that's that's what I grew up as, uh, but. Even though I grew up, I was the middle child and I felt so left out. I always excelled in life. Like I was always the one who made the honor roll, like always the one who was trying to do the right thing, basically. Like I remember I was in church and I got saved. No, first, which one did I do? I got saved or I got baptized first. But it was both of those choices was like my choice to get like, yeah, I got baptized first. And New Hope Baptist Church, that was in Gary, India, and I got baptized. And I, because it made my grandma proud. Like, I didn't really get baptized because I don't know, I was just doing it, trying to get attention. So, when I got saved, I was going to Fairhaven tra- Church and I got saved. I got home, I came home and like, like, Dad. getting all happy and telling my family I got saved by Jesus. And like, it got me more attention. So, it was like, I always knew how to get the attention it was just the attention wasn't always on me so and then like I said me I always felt like it was like I knew I was different because I had a mole on my ear I was like this the short one the geeky one like even though I knew I was like the best kid out of everybody it was like I at the same time I felt so alone it was like I had to do something just to get the attention but nobody really noticed me and that's how it went, or it goes throughout my life now, basically. It's like, well, not right now, but before, to, prior to this year, it's like everybody always looked, like didn't remember who I, my name. They knew who I was. I mean, like I have friends and all, but the world, like family-wise, it's like nobody really remember me. So it's like, damn, I feel so uh, invisible sometimes. Well, not anymore, but that's how I used to feel. It's like I used to feel so invisible and but it was like i was in my brother's shadow everything he did i did like i said he went to the military i went to the military but he went to the navy i went to the marines uh his first car was an impala my first car was an impala like he he got a job as a dealer i got a job as a dealer he moved to vegas i moved so it was like i was basically walking behind my brother basically the whole time this whole time i've been walking behind in his footsteps so it's like that's one of the way. that's how I know that I'm going to be somebody great because he did something great. So I got to do something great because I'm still basically falling in his footsteps, even though I'm taking my own way. I'm basically still behind him because he did it first. He was the first millionaire in my family. I'm going to be the next because I, I seen him do it. Whatever he do, I know I can do it. It's just I'm taking a different route. I mean, well, I always take a different route. Because I didn't get the same year in poly he got. I didn't go to the same branch he went. It's like I always did something to get my success as well. And that's how I know my podcast is really about to blow the fuck up. Like y'all think. Y'all think Joe Rogan and Mike Tyson and Joe Budden? No, it's going to be Positive Minds Only podcast. The greatest show on earth. Not even a show. Like this is where you get all the knowledge. This is where you get get your enlightenment basically. But let me stop talking about me and then you have my little sister Mimi Mimi she was the innocent one and she's the one who passed away like a couple years she passed away in 2016 so it's been three almost four years she passed away and like I said she was the innocent one and Mimi she was always growing up she was like the light skinned baby you know like the little the precious baby and when she got old, like she just had that innocent uh, thing about her, like her spirit was very in- innocent. But Shana used to always bully Mimi. I don't know what it was because I'm not a female, so I don't know what type of rivalry. I mean, that's what it was. It was a rivalry. We was always competing for our grandma or our Gigi's attention. We was always trying to one up each other because we you always you need that one number one spot. If you wanna be in that household, you gotta do the best to get everything that you want. Like it was a, like I said, when I would make the on-rolls, every my siblings wasn't making on roll either. So I was getting spoiled. I was the first person in the house with like rollerblades. I had a scooter. Like, but it was because I needed that attention. Like I didn't wanna feel like I was the, the lost child. Like I didn't wanna feel like the, the black sheep. So I'm like, I gotta step up. So Mimi was like she wasn't that like she would just let things go she would just let everything happen to her whatever somebody did to her she would just just hold on to it and I think that's really what led to her her passing away because she never let I mean she never well I can't say never some she tried to burn the house down a couple times so like I really can't say she was an angel but it rare it took Mimi it took for somebody to do something to her so many times before she reacted. And when she reacted, it was like, oh shit, you doing too much. But nobody ever took the chance to think, oh, why did she do do the thing she did? Because she held so much down and you can only do that for so long. And when she passed away in 2016, like that really, that really like hurt me because when I was in the military, like I would always talk to her and she was like, I want to come stay with you. And I was married and I had kids. So I'm like, I do want to have my sister. But it's like, do you really want to have your family? Or, like, you don't know how they're going to act, especially not after seeing somebody for so many years. So it was like, I always wanted her to come stay. But it was like at the time, like, it was like I was still young, too. I was in a marriage like that really wasn't working. You know, it was like I ain't had no job. I was stressing. So I'm like, I can't have somebody else. Plus, my ex-wife dad was staying with me. So it was like, what the fuck? Like, I can't have my sister staying out. Like, I don't need a house full of people and ain't nobody working because I got kicked out. Like, I got kicked out and I had to move to the trailer park, like the we see on TV, the white trash trailer park. Like, I had to move one of those mugs. So it was like I couldn't have her with me. But when she passed away, it was like, dang, I just wish. I just wish I could have changed things because I know my sister, she was so innocent, but her life was so hard to her, like for her. It was like the world was always against her. But then it made me think about, dang, if life was this bad for her this time, like what did she, what was her karma from the past time? Like what happened in her past life that made things so bad this time? So But I'm not judging anything like like I said, this is all coming from my perspective as a kid and as an adult now. But it was like Mimi, she was really the innocent. She was the one that I wanted to protect, but I couldn't because I don't know what it was. But it was just I guess how it is like growing up, how she didn't want me to be around because I was a little sibling. So I guess that's why what I kind of did to her. Probably because what somebody to do to you, you are gonna do it to somebody else. That's basically what it is. So now we have Jinx. Jinx was always uh, creative. Jinx is the creator, uh, as far as like music writing wise, like broken rice and shit. Sure I was just listening to one, of his, two of his songs today. Like when he did in like two thousand thirteen, I am like, damn, if people in the world had heard this, my brother would have been blew up. But it was like. He was in the military So I don't even think he put that much effort into it And nah, uh, I can't say that He put effort into everything he do 100% So it's like my bro has Like he's really been the The one who was always grinding Like he knew what he wanted to do from the jump Like I ain't know what I wanted to do until I got 20 fucking 20, 28, 29 Before I figured out what the fuck I want to do On this planet He knew what he wanted to do back then Way back then, years before I even thought about speaking on a podcast. wasn't even created back then, so it was like he already knew what he wanted to do, and it was like he followed in our footsteps too because he went into the Air Force, and like I said, he's always been created. He he was the one who popped on YouTube first. Like he was the first one to get a million subscribers. Like that, I knew period. I mean, that I would, it wasn't too many people back then who may ha- had a million subscribers. Like, I don't know where it happened in between that, but it was like Jinx was Jinx is the creator. He he wrote a book this year. It's like it was crazy is because I was thinking about writing. I had started writing a book. I, I ain't even got past the first page yet because I'll I be like procrastinating with shit. It like I just don't I start stuff, but I don't finish it. Him. He finished it. He finished his book in, in less than oh, it was around a month and i still ain't got off the first page so that shows you how creative he is his mind is just always going like dude it's been like that as a kid but i can only imagine as if if i had so much against me just from my two older siblings how he felt as the youngest growing up because even though with me like i knew i was treated i knew i was different for the simple fact like my family members would talk about how soft my hands was like i couldn't do dishes everybody had to do dishes in my family except for me because my hands were so soft and they thought i was gonna break something or when it came to like cleaning up in the yard like it was like i always got the easier tasks because it, it felt like i was so precious to them even though i got my ass beat the most like i was the only one fighting back when i felt like it was like my grandma was like going out of hand with the discipline like i was the only person fighting back like trying to stand up for the family and nobody was with me like that's crazy though like but i don't judge them like they was kids what the fuck they was gonna do like we're well, gonna jump my grandma but it was like i was the only one like no Shayna used to fight but she used to fight for herself me i used to fight for like my siblings i used to do things for them like i i wasn't selfish for like Wanting things to change on my behalf. I'm like, things got to change, period. Because my, like what I said, my grandma used to, it felt sometimes she used to just whoop us for nothing. You know, as a kid, you think like, damn, I'm always getting my ass beat for nothing. But the whole time, we probably be doing something to, that deserved the ass with them. But still growing up, it was like I was the only person who was like really fighting for us, like standing up to my grandma, like like squaring up with her, no lie. Every time, except for the last time, she would get C.J. to like to put me back down in my place. That's crazy how she used us against us each other. Sometimes, like when I say somebody was about to get in trouble, we was all we was not taking sides. Like we was all we was all taking our own. Side. It was like every man for himself in our house. Basically, that's exactly what it was. Like we really didn't grow up close as a tight knit family like we should. It was like every man for himself. And I guess it's because of how we was raised. Like I said, when we, I was like two years old, no older than two, my family like the police raided my house. My mom's in dad's house. Arrested them, and they split all of us up into different foster care. Me and CJ went to an orphanage. Then we had white foster parents before we came to my grandma's house. Mimi, me me, she was right down the street from us, but we couldn't talk to her. We didn't even know that was our sister. Like the uh, foster parents were siblings and they had kids that were siblings but we couldn't talk to Mimi for whatever reason I don't know but this is the also I mean this is the things I remember as a child is like I remember the police coming in the house like I remember like being in this orphanage in this white room with these two uh baby uh what's the things called bassinets well, I think that's what they call or cribs they were just cribs and me and cd was In the same room, but we were spread. I mean, like on the opposite sides of the room. And I know I couldn't talk, and I know he couldn't, or he probably could talk, but we would always stand up and like try to communicate with each other. And then when we went to the foster parents' house, it was like me and him stayed together until he went off into the military. And then when he went to Vegas, it's like that's when the separation came between us. But it's like we always grew up. Like separated, we was not a tight. Still to this day, we're like separated. Like nobody really talks to the other person And for whatever reason. I guess it's like whatever whatever happened to us as kids still affect us to this day. So it's like life isn't a competition. You don't need to compete with everybody. Just run like do what you're supposed to do. If you good at something be good be great at it don't be just be good and don't be worrying about what other people doing don't worry about what they got or how they got it so faster than you because every your time is not right now like it may be they that person's time to get the blessings from god so it's like don't get angry or don't don't uh shade them because it's not your time and if it is your time like somebody else got to have a turn too so it's like I don't we don't supposed to compete with each other. Everybody gets his day or everybody gets with what's coming to them, whether it's good or bad. And it's like we need to just stop worrying about what's on other people's social media, Facebook, Instagram, because that's where the comparing comes from. It's like comparing with motherfuckers who you think they got it, but they really don't because they are putting up a front for somebody else. It's like we're going in a cycle or we're going in a circle, like trying to compete with people who's not even paying attention to us. Like, if as long as that person is doing what they supposed to do, like don't try to compare yourself to them. Even if y'all doing the same thing. Like, stick to your own lane. Everybody gonna get their time to shine. <laughs> it's like, but it's it's patience. You gotta have patience. You gotta have like you gotta grow. You can't just get everything when you think you're supposed to have it, because you're gonna mess it up. It's simple as that. Like, that's probably the only reasons I'm not rich right now is because if I had got it when I was asking for it, like off the back 2017, I would have been blue because I wouldn't know how to manage money. I, I wouldn't know what to invest in. I wouldn't know about taxes. Like I had to learn all this. Like It's like you can't just have everything when you want it. It don't work like that unless you hit the lottery. But even those people, it's a divine timing with everything. So don't focus on what other people are doing. Don't try to compare yourself to nobody. Only try to compare yourself with who you was last year or six months ago. Focus on you. Compete with yourself. Run your own journey. I mean, run your own marathon. It's only your journey. Whatever you're doing, it's only on you to get where you need to go. It ain't on the other person you comparing yourself with or competing with. They already got this. And if they don't got it, you still shouldn't be comparing yourself with somebody that's lower than you. That's because somebody can end up doing the same thing to you. So it's like, stop comparing. Let's not compare ourselves. Let's lose the competition. Like, leave that to the sports. They get paid to do that. If you're not getting paid to compete, stop putting yourself in fake competitions. Whole time, like, we be thinking about, like, with somebody else doing and they don't even know what's really going on so in reality we competing with ourselves but we putting an imaginary person in front of us to compete with and they are always winning (laughs) like the person we think we competing with they are always winning because they are already ahead of you when you worried about what they doing so thank you guys for listening this is positive minds only podcast and just to be uh make this announcement it's like i only got two more episodes for this season and season two will be done so i don't know what i'm gonna talk about yet but soon season three is going to start with my wife my wife is going to do the podcast as well it's still going to be on positive minds only like we're going to still continue uh and ain't no telling if i might be featured on her episode so it's like I'ma still be here. I'ma still be the one who gotta do all the editing, so I might throw in an ab labor here and there. Nah, I just blame, but yeah. Uh I'm a, my wife is gonna get on with this podcast too because she got a lot to say. Like I'm not the only person who have a journey, we all do. Most people are just afraid to speak on their, their, their journey or, or whatever. They I guess they're scared to speak their truth. Or they're scared to for people to look down on them. Like, I don't give a fuck. That's why I be so honest about my my, my on my podcast. It's like, I don't care who looks down on me. I don't care what people think. People could say I'm crazy for believing in reincarnation. I don't give a fuck Like because most people believe in a religion or believe in a false God. So it's like, hey, we do what we do. Uh, don't focus on nobody else. Don't compare yourself to nobody else, no matter if your sibling, your coworkers, your friends, yeah, celebrities don't focus don't compete with nobody just yourself it's all you the only person running this race the only person gonna get tired of running is you so put all your energy into your own self live your best life like accomplish your goals don't worry about what other people are doing don't worry about what's on their plate like stick in your lane so thank you guys for listening we out